Welcome to the Mind Body Project Podcast. After over a decade in the health and wellness industry, Aaron realized that our bodies change only short term unless our mindset changes for long term success. Both our mind and body are forever linked. We are continually building up new ideas and tearing down old ones in our construction zone we call our mind. After this podcast is over, make sure you give it a like and a share, and please subscribe and review this podcast. I would now like to introduce you to your host, the man connecting your mind and body to create a limitless life, Aaron Degler. Welcome back to the Mind Body Project. Thank you for taking a little time to join me today. When I was uh, 12 years old, I walked into my first uh, Weight Watcher meeting. My mom and dad dropped me off. It was at um, it was at our local senior citizen center in our small town, and they dropped me off. And uh, I don't uh, maybe they waited out in the car. I don't really remember if they dropped me off and came back and got me later. They might have signed, got me signed up because I was only twelve. Um, so they might come in and, and got signed up with me. But anyway, my first meeting, I weighed in and. I went to sit down. It was a bunch of, uh, best I can remember is just a bunch of ladies and a bunch of older ladies. And of course, when you're 12, everybody seems older. Doesn't matter if they're 30 or 40 or 60 or 80. They're every, everybody seems older. And what we, you know, they hand out the material if you're new and it's, um, then it was, uh, um, a little pamphlet looking thing with different boxes that you check for proteins and carbs and fats and milks and, um, all those different things. And they'd hand that out. And, um, typically Weight Watchers, the meeting, they have a little 30 minute, um, talk the, the leader does about what, um, maybe it's a certain topic of, um, choosing more vegetables or, um, maybe it's something about exercises, getting in more walking or activity, uh, something like that. And I don't really remember what the topic was that day. Uh, when I first went, when I was 12, which was, you know, almost, uh, 35 years ago when, uh, when I went, you know, and I remember, you know, why did I go? Why did I go to Weight Watchers? Um, you know, they talked about all these different things, weighed me on the scale, wrote my weight down, all that. Uh, and I was thinking about that and I thought, why was I, why did I go to Weight Watchers? Because I wanted to lose weight. So what happened if when I sat down that day at 12 years old, I was there because I wanted to lose weight because I thought um, I was fat which I was a chubby little kid and I needed to lose weight. But what if I walked into that meeting and the instructor or the, the leader had said, today we're going to talk about how to stop being fat. I guarantee you my ears would have perked up. I would have listened and thought, well, that's why I'm here. That's what I want to learn is how to stop being fat. Anytime we go on a, on a diet, um, most of the time, if we join a gym, we start exercising. Uh, what what is the real reason? With with, with two thirds of our country being uh, overweight, what's the real reason? The real reason that we start those programs and those diets and um, it's a billion dollar industry in diets is because we're we are saying, how do I stop being fat? And that's the simple question that we want answered. And, and so we go looking for that in, um, the gazillion different diets. 
we go looking for that in the gazillion different um different workout plans and maybe it's trainers, maybe it's gyms, maybe it's, um, the, you know, the, the, these certain reps, these certain, uh, sets, the, you know, these certain exercises, this certain weight. And, you know, we go looking for all that in all those places, but what if, and I have, what if at 12 years old, I had found the answer on how to stop being fat. I wouldn't have, if that had been the topic that day and she had said, okay, here are the five key points on how to stop being fat. All you have to do is those five points. The possibility is high that I wouldn't have spent the next 35 years struggling with, with, with weight, struggling with ups and downs and, and um, eating unhealthy foods and, and yo-yoing back and forth, back and forth. Or would I? It, it, because I'm going to share the secret today of how to stop being fat. Because that's, that's, that's essentially what we're all saying. If we are overweight and we want to lose weight... And we look into all these programs, exercise and diet. We are saying, how do I stop being fat? And when we bounce around from exercise program to exercise program, diet program to diet program, we are looking for the answer to be in one of those. One of those um, diets, one of those particularly uh, crafted uh meant for anybody diets surely that's the one that's going to tell me how to stop being fat or it's maybe one of those great pinterest workouts we found online that that's going to be the answer of how to stop being fat that has had a million downloads maybe that's the key well if all those were the key we wouldn't have the rate of overweight and obesity that we do. So I'm guessing that those aren't the answer to how to stop being fat. Maybe if I had walked into that meeting at 12 years old and the leader had said, today I'm going to share with you on how to stop being fat. And what if she had said, you have to change before anything else changes. She didn't say your diet had to change. She didn't say your exercise routine had to change. She said you have to change before anything else can change. So what in the world does that mean? What does that have to be with? But I'm here because I'm fat and I want to lose weight. What I'm not, I'm, you're not telling me any secrets. But my relationship, because think about when we have a relationship, when we're, um, you know, different relationships throughout our lives, don't we tend to have different types of relationships? I'm, I'm sure when, if, if true for me, when I was younger, I have different, I had different type of relationships than I do now. Um, and, and, and why is that? Because, you know, as we 
get older, we become more mature. We can um, cultivate relationships better. We understand. We we just the relationships can get uh, better, richer, uh, more enjoyable. Um, so, but when we first at age twelve, what if I never my relationship with food never changed? My relationship, I, I kept it the same um, at 12 as I did at 20, as I did at 25, as I did at 30. Nothing, uh, that relationship didn't mature as I did. Because at 25, I was still doing the same things that the 12-year-old was doing with food. I was still using it for comfort. I was still using it to make me feel good. I was still using it because I, uh, air quotes, thought I was hungry. So that's the relationship I still had all the way up, um, and, and sometimes it's still that relationship that I struggle with uh, today. So how to stop being fat, I have to look and say, okay, what's my relationship with food? It doesn't matter, it doesn't, uh, you know, it shouldn't be that I can't have this anymore, whatever you know, maybe it's a bowl of ice cream, maybe it's a candy bar, maybe it's a Coke, um, maybe it's those things that um, are deemed unhealthy that aren't good. Because really, when I, when I look back to eating all those different things, um, I think about why di- why was I doing that? What was the reason for um, eating? You know, sitting down watching TV, eating a bag of potato chips. What was, how did it make me feel to um, dip out a couple dips, a few dips of ice cream into a bowl and just smother it in chocolate syrup, which I did and and I absolutely love to do. But what was the feeling behind that? How did that make me feel? Was that part of my routine? And and I can remember um, eating chips or ice cream or something like that. There's, you know, that happened a lot in my house was we'd get a bowl of ice cream and Back in the day, we watched a show called Murder, She Wrote. I think it was on Sunday nights. Um, I'd be eating ice cream and, and watching it. You know, or I'd be in my room. Um, I mentioned before that I um, had a, this like little dorm-sized refrigerator in my room where I'd get uh, Cokes and uh, Twinkies. and whole, I just It was full of junk. And when I'd eat it, what, what was I doing? How was I feeling? It was really about it just... Made me, it comforted me. It made me feel good. It made me feel like, oh. but then it didn't afterwards. When I got done, I was like, oh, why did I eat that? Have you ever just been, you know, hungry and, and, I mean, you know, decently hungry and you have to eat or you, you eat a meal at home and it's just so good and you go, oh, I just want more and you eat more. Why did you eat more? It's not because you needed it, but it's because it tasted really, really good. So we eat more till we feel like we just want a knife to cut our belly open so all of our all of it can just go out. But it's because there's feelings. It's because I oh that's just that food is so good, and we're all guilty of that. Well, I mean, I still am to this day that you know I'm just gonna have one more little serving, and then that's the one that goes like oh my, I feel like my guts are about to come out. So if 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 we just change that relationship of of with our food with our exercise how many of you say i just don't like to exercise i don't like it 
It's not, um, it's not fun. I don't enjoy it. Um, uh, how many times do we say, I don't have time. Um, I'm doing all this other stuff. Because what happens, you know, how do you feel when you exercise? I bet if you talk to somebody that does exercise, most of the time it's like, well, it makes me feel really good, so I keep doing it. And then there's people that don't exercise. You talk to them and say, well, why don't you exercise? Well, one time I was walking on the treadmill and I felt a little tweak in my knee and I just never went back. I didn't, I didn't, want, to, I didn't, want, I didn't want that to happen. Or, um, you know, I, I, I hurt um, a shoulder. And it was just hurting for a little bit, but then I got to feel better, but I, I just didn't want to do that again. So I, I didn't do that. Or, well, I, I worked out and I went to the gym like twice and like I was so sore I couldn't move. And, and so I just didn't go back. And so when it comes to working out, a lot of times it's because um, we, we don't, because it, we don't like the way it feels on our body. It's, it's too um, hard. It's, uh, it tweaks this or that, or we don't want to try to find what works for our body because we're following this uh, one-size-fits-all Pinterest workout that we found, and, and we find out that my body doesn't do burpees, my body doesn't do jump ropes, my body doesn't sprint at uh, 12 mile an hour. And so we think, well, I can't do that because that's what it said. No, that was just a, a workout that anybody could have posted online, and we chose to follow it. Maybe we should have, you know, cut out the burpees. Maybe we should have jump roped on a heart on a soft surface instead of a hard surface. Maybe we should have took instead of us. Maybe we haven't ran in forever, so our sprint should be a twelve point oh. But maybe our sprint is a four point five. So we didn't take into consideration about adjusting all those things of that workout that we found that. Everybody was trying and not many were doing. So it's about working on ourselves. It's about changing that, changing that perspective of how do we look at food? Yes, I love food. I still love food. But I try really hard to look at it as uh, what good is it doing for my body? Because there's so many great tasting foods out there. There's so many great tasting healthy foods. There's, I think, probably a gazillion even more better tasting unhealthy foods. But there's no, there, it's it's not going to be that one thing that you say, how do I stop being fat? And you do that, and it never happens again. If that was the case, we'd all be, um, we'd all be skinny. We'd all be fit as a fiddle. If we could do that thing, if you know. We learned that secret on how to stop being fat because there is no one thing. Because when when we get to know ourselves, we're always changing. That relationship is always changing from 12. I have a different relationship with myself at 46 than I did at 12. And I've had different relationships with myself all in between. So as we get older, as we uh, mature, our, that relationship changes. So as it changes, we have to get to know ourselves again. We have to continually get to know ourselves and what do I like? What do I don't like? What do I, what do I want? Um, what are my goals? Uh, why am I eating healthy? Why am I exercising? Why am I not doing this certain exercise? Why am I not doing this program? Why am I doing that? Why do I um, not like these groups of foods? Why do I try to eat these things every day? 
So what, what, how does it make me feel? It makes me feel strong. It makes me feel um, fit. It makes me uh, just feel better overall. It, it cuts down my inflammation. Um, all these different things. We have to learn what works for us and how it works. Because wouldn't we all like to walk in to somewhere, to a doctor, to a trainer, to a gym, and they have a big sign that says, learn how to stop being fat. I bet if I had a seminar that said that, I'd have thousands of people sign up. Because surely this must be the answer. Uh, I'm going to find the answer because that is what we are saying. We're not saying it in those blunt terms. But we are saying that every time we try a different diet, we try a different exercise plan, we are saying, how do I stop being fat? Because usually you want to stop something that you don't like about whatever. If there's something in your life you don't like, we try to stop it. So how do I stop being fat? The reason is because I don't like being fat. And for so long, for so long, I walked around that. I'm working out a lot. I'm big boned. Um, You know, it's, it's in my family genes. It's in all this stuff. But for all these years, it's been in the search for the answer of how to, how to stop being fat. That is the million dollar question. And the answer of that question lies within each one of us. I can tell you how I stopped being fat, but that may not work for you. When I, you know, I, I can tell you all the different programs that I've done. I can tell you um, what, what helped me lose 50 pounds over the last three years. I can tell you all that stuff, but all of it is, has become a, a culmination that is inside me of what I have learned to help me. Does that mean, to, so when we say we found the answer to stop being fat, does that mean we're going to be skinny all of a sudden? No. It just means we are aware of it and we try to put that in action as much as possible. And when we do that, you know, 90, 95% of the time, 85% of the time, we're going to see a difference in our, in our lifestyle. We're going to see a difference in our bodies. But I can, I, I can tell you how, what worked for me to stop, stop being fat. And, and you might take some little nuggets from that, but that may not be the answer for you. You have to find your answer by searching inside you. What have I tried before? What did I like? What didn't I like? What are some of my problem areas? What are some of the, my triggers? Um, how, how do I take care of some of those triggers? So uh, uh, how to stop being fat is about figuring out you. You know, and, and if we go to a, um, if we go to a, a personal trainer that helps us figure out um, exercises, they figure out, you know, the best um, exercise program designed for us because we might have knee problems, might have shoulder problems, might have back problems, might have, um, you know, arm problems, might have different problems. If we want, if we really want somebody to help us with our food, we might go to a nutritionist. 
because, well, I, I really don't like these foods. I love these foods. I might be allergic to this food, but, you know, this food is a trigger point for me because once I start eating it, I can't stop eating it. So, so we need help to craft that um, food plan together. So we might have crafted our food plan. Oh, that's good. We, we crafted our, our exercise program just for us. That's good. But you know what we didn't work on and, and craft is a plan for getting to know ourselves. How do I find out um, what, what my problem areas are, what my triggers are, what my, how I feel when I do this? How do I feel when I do that? We, we, we don't find someone, we don't find a coach to, um, if you want to call it a life coach, whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I call it a, a mindset coach because really it's, it's a mindset and, and some mindset shift of that relationship with exercise and, and food. We leave that piece out. And I can tell you from years and years of experience with myself and with clients that that piece is the most crucial part to stop being fat. If we leave that part out, I can almost guarantee you that weight gain, weight loss will be a roller coaster for life. But so many times we want to get to the perfect diet, get to the perfect exercise, but we leave out the mental aspect of that. And that is the most crucial part of figuring out how to stop being fat. And that that piece is different for all of us. All of us. I have different experiences as a roly-poly kid. You may not have been a roly-poly kid. You may have been a roly-poly uh, uh, kid in high school. You might have, been, um, might have gone through some, some changes in life. And roly-poly came on at 25. Roly-poly came on at 30. And you think, well, it's because I'm getting older. No, because something happened in there that there was a, a shift in the, the mindset. Well, I, I still eat the same food, I still do the exercise, but I'm gaining all this weight. No, certainly there's, sure, there's some medical things that, that are possible, but a lot of times there's that mindset shift that happens somewhere in there. And so why would you go get a nutritionist and you go get a, a uh, personal trainer, but you leave out the mental aspect of it? When, when that's, that's the part that is making us do all those other things that go along with that yo-yoing of weight up or down. I wish when I walked into my meeting at 12 years old, the leader had said, today we're going to talk about how to stop being fat. The number one thing, start working on yourself now. And if I had had all those years of that, of, of learning about myself, that why am I mindlessly eating? Why don't I want to go to the gym? Why don't I want to go outside and walk? Why don't I want to go outside and be active? Why do I want to stay inside? Why do I continually want more and more junk food? My, well, Aaron, why? Why? Instead of going, that's just who I am. It's not who you are. You can change who you are by getting to know yourself better. And when you get to know yourself better, I mean, don't you know what your significant other or family member, what they like, what they like to eat, what they like to do, um, how it makes them feel, all those things. Sure. So why not get to know that stuff about yourself instead of just letting it, uh, just let it happen. Get to know you for a change. 
and say, okay, what can we, how, how can we make a difference? How can, how can we um, stop being fat? So I challenge you, just get to know yourself a little bit and, and figure, figure that out for you. Maybe you try some other, maybe you talk to some other people. Maybe you get a, uh, a mindset coach. Maybe you get that before you get the nutritionist and the, the uh, personal trainer. Maybe you get them so that way when you go to those other two, you say, hey, this is how this makes you feel. This is what I don't like. This is why I do this. Because why are we doing this? Why are we not doing this? And you start working on yourself, which is the answer to how do you stop being fat. Hey, we'll see y'all next time. As I tell my wife, came every night before I go to bed. It's bomb in the night. Double A out. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you would like to connect with Aaron, you can do so by going to AaronDegler.com or find him on social media as Aaron Degler on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Once again, we greatly appreciate you tuning in. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We greatly appreciate that effort. And we'll catch you in the next episode of the Mind Body Project Podcast.